after that pastor uh, Mike gave message Isaiah chapter 6 verse 1 to 9 in the year that king Uzziah died i saw the lord seated on a throne high and exalted and the train of his robe filled the temple above him were seraphs each with six wings with two wings they covered their face with two wings they covered their feet and with two they were flying and they were calling to one another holy 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 is the lord almighty whole earth is full of his glory at the sound of their voices the door post and the threshold shook and the temple filled with smoke woe to me i cried i am ruined for i am a man of unclean lips and i live among a people of unclean unclean lips and my eyes have seen the king the lord almighty then one of the seraphs flew to me with a live coal in his hand which he had taken with tongs from the altar with it he touched my mouth and said see this has touched your lips your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for then i heard the voice of the lord saying whom shall i send and who will go for us and i said here i am send me he said go and tell this people what fast um greetings to dear stc church praise the lord for this day the lord has made let us rejoice in this day last sunday we saw the mission of god as transforming the person spiritually we read from chapter 3 of john gospel from the encounter of jesus christ with nicodemus and uh, dr vio led us through the meditation on the necessity and the nature of transformation by now the mission is flashing in your hearts is it please take to heart we are here in this month of mission hearing so many wonderful things and uh, i want to thank god for evsl ministry that nurtured me and groomed me and brought me to this level today i know i was not a so fantastic guy but god has qualified me called me to work with evsl for many years for nearly 20 years and then today i am a pastor i would say uvsa uh, made pastor for dbf stc um i want to ask you a couple of questions just think the moment we start a zoom meeting there are three standard questions people ask you want to reply there are three standard questions which you know which is very common that uh, is so heard by everyone am i audible number 2 am i visible in the video number 3 is my bandwidth bandwidth and the network is good enough yes we want to be audible we want to be visible we want to be in the broad band with a good network today 
they will look into the life of a transformed person, Isaiah, how God acted in his life, how God become visible, God become audible, and he had the broadband network. So when you heard the passage read, I want you to make sure we are going to focus our attention on the two people, God and Isaiah. If you have the, you know, True Caller app, have you seen that? True Caller app, if you bought it in your uh, smartphone install, that, you know, the moment somebody, even an unknown person calls, that identifies a number. Here, God is known to Isaiah. So God takes a phone and calls Isaiah. Isaiah recognizes it is God's call. So Isaiah is well known to God. God is known by Isaiah. So identifying these two people weren't the problem or wasn't the problem. So we look at the one who is transforming and the one who is transformed at the call of Almighty God. Isaiah was willing to respond to the call for God's mission. Therefore, our title goes this way, call for God's mission. God's call for God's mission. The mission go. One of my known friend who is in mission had a dramatic calling. Listen to the story. He had a sorrowful, horror-filled life. And his, at his birth, the mother dies of burn injury. Why? Because the drunkard father, when the mother was pregnant, poured kerosene, set the mother on fire, and she was fully pregnant. And this missionary is born, was born. This boy grew up without mother. And uh, while he was a young child, he was beaten with belt, kicked around by the father, traumatized. And uh, happened so, he was growing up, growing up under the stepmother. He became a street kid. He was eating from the bins, garbage bins. His name, wonderful Christian name, if you know him, you can visit his website, George Ebenezer. Brother George Ebenezer, why I take his name? His surrounding was something you can identify with the times of Isaiah. People were merged and playing with sins and was in the bin garbage. And George Ebenezer collected food from the garbage. Kindly go to YouTube and type on healed, a bio picture of George Ebenezer, who established a ministry called Beyond Barriers. And his NGO is called Santosa Samsara, based at Bangalore. God touched, healed him, called him into children ministry. 
is a trailblazer in mission because I know my children had personally encountered with God in a more deeper way when he led my children unto making commitment to missions. I myself received a missionary call at a stage like that. I was playing with sin, but God, when he met me, the same day he separated me to become a missionary also at the age of my uh, 17 years. And he relocated me at a later stage after serving a while in USI to Punjab. Yes, there are dramatic incidents happens in different people's life. Not necessarily every time it is a dramatic, but when we look at Isaiah, he experienced a spiritual change and sanctification, which we put them, wrap them in the word called transformation to be called for mission. A rare phenomena, an ecstatic, exuberant event, rare experience in which he meets the Lord. You would say that was very impulsive occasion, but I like to remind from the passages Brother Joseph also read out at the start of our beginning of the uh, church worship from the very calling of disciples. And uh, John White quotes like this, the impulsive choice of a moment, impulsive choice of a moment has to become the choice of every moment that follow. It is not one day experience. Born again is not one day experience. Following the Lord is not one day experience. Every moment experience. Right. Now there is an exercise for you. Can you recall a missionary who has come into your personal life? Would you like to type the name in the chat box? I want to see how many missionaries STC members are knowing. Come on, let us do a quick typing. Recall a missionary who has come into your life. Please go ahead. Type in the chat box. Any missionary who has come into your life. They may be here. Yeah. Would you like to type in the chat box? Are you not aware who the missionaries are? Or you are taking time to type? Also, I want to ask you another question. Do you pray for them? We are narrating a couple of ministries in the five weeks of our mission week. We started with YFC. We started with EVSI. Please take time to recall these missionaries and remember them in your prayers. Okay, I'm going to go quickly into the three point subtitles I have got for this title called Call to Mission by God. Number one, look. Isaiah looked at God. He was in the close vicinity of God. He was visible. As we ask in the Zoom meeting, am I visible? Look, looking is being, on, it is possible only when you are in the close proximity. Here, Isaiah looked at God. 
he was in the proximity to God for a vision. He received the vision. Isaiah was in close proximity. Chapter 6, verse 1. He saw the Lord with his eyes. He says, my eyes have seen the Lord. High, exalted, seated on the throne. And he was in the temple of the Lord. Isaiah looked at the almighty God. In the age of so many visuals, media, uh, what do you call videos, audios, YouTube, there are chances we can lose looking unto the Lord and receiving the vision. We get all the visuals of advertisements, all the movies, and you switch on your TV, the visuals will captivate you. But look at the Lord. If you have to look at the Lord, you need to be in the close proximity. Isaiah saw the Lord. God is alive to speak to him. He is ruling. He is showing his majesty. He was revered. He is God of all nations, as we read here. He says, you know, the sound came. He is, then I heard a voice of the Lord saying, whom shall, uh, uh, whom shall I send? Who will go for us into the world? Yes. So he saw the Lord and gained a fresh understanding. And uh, he was, uh, at this point, he was sanctified. I read from verse 5. Woe unto me. I cried, I am ruined. For I am a man unclean lips. And I live among the people of unclean lips. My eyes have seen the King, the Almighty. Yes, the Lord of all nations. When was seen by this man, he realized a knowledge of God and knowledge about himself. And he could repent and face a very transforming moment. God sent his seraph to touch him with a live coal, a sanctifying event that took place. Yes. When God calls, we encounter God, we see him. The proximity is your word, the Bible. How, how near I am to the word to see through the Bible, the telescope God has given. We all struggle to read Bible, devote our time. Now, how will we admire God? How can God catch our attention? Our attention is diverted on every day's other duty. The moment morning we wake up, WhatsApp, social media, mobile phone, notification, whether my account is operational or not, computer switched on. Dear brothers and sisters, I like to call the attention as God did call the attention of Isaiah. Turn our eyes upon Jesus. Look into his wonderful face. We move on. Here we see Isaiah hearing, listening to God's call for mission. Hearing, listening, God's call for mission. From the vision, there is a transition to mission. God is calling the obedient listener attentive to his voice. Whom shall I send? Who will go? As we read out, in verse uh, 8, who will go for us? Are we hearing God clearly? Yes. Many times I get an indication from the 
audience of STC. Michael, you are too loud. Okay. Michael, you are too fast. All right. Very true. I do understand. I keep it writing. Speak slowly. Keep softly. Are we hearing God clearly? Audibility is possible only when you are near. Don't we draw close to hear someone attentively? If you want to listen, what's the instruction? God is waiting for attentive and listening ears. We all know from Bible, there are various occasions when God called call Samuel or God called Moses and many others. You know, their ears were listening, attentive, hearing his voice. Well, in these days of, again, noisy world, you go on the main road, honking, or people with headphones, knock, you know, lock with their ears, or if you're on a car, your loud noise of music in your car can blast you. But how is my hearing from God? Apart from hearing message on Sundays, our devotionals, on our travel with our headphones, do I hear the Lord today? Once the clarity of seeing God, knowing Him happens, the next thing is that we have to listen. And when you listen, what is happening? God discloses His request. Isaiah experienced here the marvelous picture of God gave him the intense listening, hearing of God to volunteer, to collaborate with him, to partner with him. Yes, God discloses. Who will go for me? Who will go for me? Isaiah was ready to risk. Whereas fear sometimes can echo to say, here I am, Lord, as he did say. When he said, here I am, Lord, they are simply made of, you know, four simple syllables. And they sounded so easy to say. Like even someone I say, here I am your servant, Lord speak. But then remember, this is going to be a challenging commitment. Isaiah took the risk. Whereas we fear our echoes of all the, you know, the hardships that we might face. When Jesus called all of us with a promise, I will be with you throughout the end of the ages. It is to carry the gospel, carry the message, carry his good news. He called the people and said, all fears I remove, I am with you. Praise the Lord. Yes. And the third point is go. Going into God's commission, mission, mission, and there is a commission. We read in chapter 9, uh, chapter 6, verse 9, he said, go and tell the people. Do you know that one particular spiritual weaponry armor? We all know, so, you know, sword and, uh, you know, helmet, belt all described in uh, Ephesians chapter 6. Here I like to quote Ephesians 6, 15. It says, And with your feet fitted with readiness that comes 
from the gospel of peace. Repeats, Ephesians 6.15. And with your feet fitted with a readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Yes, God's commission to all of us. It can be a specific call as some are called for full-time ministry into USA ministry, full-time staff, YFC, CNA as a pastor, Methodist as a pastor, DBF as a pastor, a full-time role. We don't recruit, you know, part-timers. Okay, that's a very specific. But there is a general command from God, commission from God. That is what we read from Isaiah, uh, Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, 19, 20. Here to Isaiah, there is a spontaneous response to volunteer. Then I said, here I am, send me. God said, go and tell these people. Availability and readiness to respond, which we can put it in course, implicit obedience, voluntarily offering yourself. And then owning the commission. Yes, Lord, this commission is upon my head. And then the required action, speak up, speak up. Are you put on with the shoes of gospel? Are you put on with the shoe of gospel? Yes, I remember singing a wonderful song. Do you know, oh Christian, you are a sermon in shoes. You are a sermon in shoes. Yes, go. Going in God's mission, fulfilling his commission is something going to be my priority. You don't need a very specific call like Isaiah with a vision to go and preach to the hard-hearted people, Israel. You know, if you read the rest of the passage from 9 uh, B following in 6th chapter, God gave a very high, tough command. But now for our reflection and for our application, how do you behold the Lord and hear his call? How do you behold the Lord and hear his call? We have a telescope called Bible. Telescope called God's word. Do you see him every day clearly, nearly, and lovingly, you need pure eyes. You need pure lips. Has God touched you with a fire from his altar through his Holy Spirit? Let the fire of the purifying fire of the Holy Spirit, is it purging you, making you to stand before and see and marvel and amaze at God? Yes. That is a life that can fetch me to the mission, that can bring me into God's purpose, God's call, God's mission, God's commission. How can, as a STC church, do his mission and commission? Brothers and sisters, you just now heard about USA ministry from which I also originate and come. The good thing about this. As full-time workers, we were in the flow of students year after year. There were occasion to evangelize, proclaim the gospel from one section to the next section, motivating people. Here, do you, do you see STC providing an opportunity 
for expanding the hands for evangelism. Brothers and sisters, the mission of God cannot be minus evangelism. It is not good words. It is not charity. It is not how much you put in the offertory for sharing for the work of the Lord elsewhere. How do we proclaim this gospel message? Brothers and sisters, this is my heart's cry. I thought when I come and join, the youth will be motivated. All will be motivated. But today I'm grateful to God for one thing. Sunday school teachers and Sunday school is a great mission field. They are operating. All others, what is your mission field apart from the Sunday school teachers? Challenge yourself. Be witness. Share, communicate your change of life. You don't need any better message, you know, with a, uh, you know, the preaching, exegetical preaching or any uh, expository preaching. You need to speak your life. The transformation, the born again experience. Evangelism is just one beggar telling another beggar where you can find bread. Evangelism is a lifestyle. Evangelism can be experimented in friendship circle. This is called personal evangelism. Brothers and sisters, I have the joy in transmitting the gospel, transporting the gospel right from my early days. I stand rejoicing, but having reached at this stage, now what can I do more? I can only tell my children. Keep doing the propagation of the gospel. I can only, you know, call the people of God in the church, public preaching, sharing the gospel wherever possible. Are you doing it? We know that we are part of his big plan of salvation to enjoy the kingdom of God. What is my role in his vision? How will I fulfill God's great commission? I like to even give some tips what I learned from my life. Be part of a movement. Be part of a movement. Number one, I, from the beginning, part of the church, as you are all part of the church, I involved with EU, Evangelical Union, which gave me platform. Brothers and sisters, if you are disconnected from the church and in their activities, Step in today. I will challenge you with all my zeal and enthusiasm at the height of my voice. There is no better way. Number two, be willing to do anything. Reaching your neighbor, your friend to share the gospel and your testimony. Be willing to do anything. You can be kicked out, thrown stones with, or they will spit you on you. That's all they can do. Remember the Lord who has given the precious gift in your life. Thirdly, start selling in your home. There are enough people at the doorstep who don't know Jesus. Start selling at home. How many times you heard, I shared to my uncle, auntie, brother, sister, cousins, share gospel. In the church, get an opportunity to share the gospel. Be involved in missionary trips. Brothers, I will call you. If anybody wants to go for a mission trip, contact me. I will sponsor you. I will send you to one particular mission field. Go and have a personal experience of knowing what is happening in the ground level reality. I speak from my life. 
I have even today I am going to send a doctor who is to go for a mission trip. We are sponsoring him to go and have a look at a place in Bihar. Brothers, sisters, involved in a missionary trip. As a church, we can do it. Fifthly, call of God is something that grows on you. Sixthly, reading a missionary story or biography. Please take time. Keep Bible and a map to pray. Seventhly. So what else I can give to you, brothers? The call of God is resounding, echoing, and resonating in your hearts. Call for God's mission. Go. Look. Be in the proximity to get God's vision. Number two, hear. Listen. God's call for mission. Thirdly, go. There is no better option than, you know, going. Going in God's commission. Make disciples. Untold millions are still untold. Untold millions are outside the fold. Who will tell them of Jesus' love and the heavenly mansions awaiting above? Jesus died on Calvary to save each one from sin. Now he calls you and to me to go and bring them in. Shall we pray? Lord, this is our prayer. We want to see you clearly. We want to hear you dearly. And we want to follow you. Go nearly following Christ. Give us that very spirit of our God, the sending God who sent Jesus and the spirit of Jesus to go into all the world because the Holy Spirit is empowering us. Amen. Let us receive the benediction. The triune Lord is with, you, with us always to the very end of the age. Therefore, let us go and make disciples in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.